the sensitive man. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Sensitive Man podcast. I'm Simon Lim and in Singapore, a popular way to commute on a daily basis is by taking an MRT train ride. Now, this public transportation system began operations in November of 1987 and it started with a section of the North-South Line consisting of only five stations. Today, more than 130 stations across six MRT lines span the island. If you're in Singapore at the time of the podcast, you may have spotted my fellow 1FM 91.3 radio presenters and I being featured in a large poster or mural at the new Upper Thompson MRT station connected to Thompson Plaza Mall. Yes, we're there as a visual reminder that we're your modern day radio companion on your phone, computer or radio set. So follow us on social media, which is 1FM 913. Meantime, today's episode of the Sensitive Man podcast is indeed related to stories from everyday people about their experiences of commuting in Singapore using the MRT train. You'll get to hear their personal accounts, which include observations of people and situations. Are you ready? Get on board the Singapore MRT train. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. What do people love to observe whilst in the MRT train? Who knows, somebody may be observing you without you realizing it. Here's Jeremy. Actually, for me, what I like to observe in the train is like people's fashion style, hairstyle, or sometimes I'll look at the interaction between them as well. So one interesting experience I ever had was having to see this very beautiful lady. All right? She's dressed uh, very nicely with a book in front of her. But what shocked me was she actually started to put her finger into her mouth to grab something that she had and she actually smelled it. So I think that was uh, quite interesting to watch actually because I never expect a lady that's so well dressed also has to, you know, like put a, a finger and she actually took out what she, maybe something of food stuck in her mouth and she actually smelled it. Yeah, so that was uh, quite an interesting experience I encountered that I had faced in the train. But mostly, you know, I, I would love to love train rides because it's a, a time I get to reflect, a time I get to just put on my radio, you know, and to listen to all the nice songs to kickstart my day. So, yeah, that's for me. And here's Christopher sharing with us what he saw in the MRT train. Just want to share with you about my experience uh, taking the public transport here. And uh, I've actually stopped driving for about coming to five years now, ever since my car has uh, been deregistered due to the uh, 10 year uh, car age. So I've uh, been taking public transport by bus and by MRT for, you know, for the last five years and uh, because of the efficiency of our public transport system, I haven't really had a you know, need to actually buy a car. And when you take public transport, you actually get to meet uh, all kinds of people and you get to see all kinds of uh, things that's happening inside the public transport. So one of the incidents that I remember very clearly is uh, I was taking a train and I remember I was going to Orchard Road. In one of the uh, station, this girl, she came in and she sat across me. I believe she was going to a, uh, a cosplay event because she was dressed in completely black and she was actually holding this, this Japanese-looking doll, quite a big-sized doll, you know, sitting on her lap. She was, um, you know, expressionless. You know, it looks very scary because she was completely black and she was holding this doll. She was just looking dead straight into everybody. And she was just not moving. She was not saying anything. She was just uh, sitting there staring into, you know, blankness. So I thought that was quite interesting. Was an interesting character to actually to go up to the train this way. And that was the only time I've actually seen something like this. And now here's Jimmy sharing three things that he has observed on MRT train rides. I would like to share some interesting things that I've observed from 
years of taking the MRT in Singapore. So the number one thing is a lot of times people say Singapore is very efficient and you know I can't help but agree because often during the morning peak hours and evening peak hours I often see people walking around with their eyes glued to their phone screens and watching the latest shows during their train commute. They never miss a beat and can make their way past the gantry, up the escalator, into the train, out of the train, down the escalator and out of the gantry without once looking up or around them. I'm often so impressed and at the same time always wonder what they're watching. The next time you get on the train, just take a moment and observe how many people are actually not using their phones. You'd be surprised at how few of them are. The second interesting thing is how the reserved seats almost always end up empty even though the train can be packed all the way to people are pressed against the door with their faces against the glass and all that. I think it works out well because those who need it can get to it quickly but at the same time I'm also wondering if it's a result of the whole name and shame culture that we've all been you know so used to especially with everybody owning a smartphone and having quick access to social media like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok even. You know whether these people are just afraid of being judged and thought of as hogging the seats especially if they don't fall into the categories of the users the seats are reserved for. Yeah just one of the things I wonder. The last interesting thing that I would like to share that I find very interesting is I often think while a lot of these riders regardless of gender, you know, height, weight, whatever, the way they look physically and all that, their age, they must have amazing core strength. Because, you know, given the peak hour crowd size, not all of the riders can get access to the poles. And so a lot of them simply stand without any additional support from holding on to anything or anyone else. Yet, rarely have I seen people trip or fall. So I think, you know, the strength has to come from your core strength so that, you know, you actually don't... Um, waver and then fall so maybe that's one of the benefits from riding and you know pack trains day after day you build up your core strength like that you're listening to the sensitive man i'm Simon Lim. In today's world, most people are not getting their full eight hours of quality sleep. And for a few individuals, they may intentionally take a nap while commuting via a long train ride. And here's Annie telling us what she has observed. Talking about uh, my MRT experience, I kind of like think um, people are treating the train as like a sleeping cabin. Because I always see, especially early in the morning, people tend to be very, very cozy. So they tend to put on like very thick cardigans or sweater and then they kind of have like a pullover or maybe a, a little piece of like shawl or blanket over their face so that they can perhaps get a 30 minute very cozy, comfortable nap. So I think people these days, uh, they don't really care about like, I mean, how they look in front of public. So all they care about is their comfort and then what do they get in return so they are kind of like in their own little mini mini world Bobby I is not actually what they are all concerned about so I think it's kind of really cute to see people acting like themselves acting like they are at their own place in their comfort zone in somewhere very crowded very congested and kind of like immune to the surrounding so I think that's pretty very interesting experience that I, I have taking the public transport especially the MRT and Amy has also spotted someone who dozed off in the train. The first incident was the man dozing off and he was leaning to his right where a lady was seated. 
So um, his action was repeated, although unintentionally. So the lady was patient until such time when she decided to use her hand to lift his head away from her. So the man awoke and apologized to her. But soon enough, he dozed off again and repeatedly, you know, leaned against her. So she's kind enough again to lift his head away from her. The second incident was this man, he didn't realize that his back was open. So whenever he dozed off and leaned towards the direction, yeah, his gadget will fall off from his back. So the lady who seated beside him felt uncomfortable. When he dozed off, I mean, besides leaning against her, his schedule also fall out from his back and hit her foot. So this lady, she was smart enough, so she decided, okay, I will not sit down anymore. So she stood up. Well, the last incident was um, this man, um, he did not hold on to any handrails. So the MRT suddenly break and he fell. The act of his falling, he hits against another lady and the lady also fall. So my suggestion is for all passengers on the MRT, Hold on to handrails wherever possible or if not lean against a certain glass instead of um, leaning against the door which is quite dangerous. And now Terry, an American man, shares some memories of his MRT train rides. There are many memories I have had about the MRT in Singapore. The first one I can remember very specifically is an elderly couple getting off the train. The husband and wife were sitting down. The husband quickly stood up as the train was coming to a stop. The wife was struggling a little behind uh, not being able to get off the seat, but the husband continued to walk forward off the train and then the wife was not fast enough and the doors closed. The looks on their faces showed more maybe discouragement about themselves or possibly in shock. At the same time, I don't know what they were exactly feeling, but I do know that she was able to get off the train at the next station and was able to move back to her present destination where she should have got off. The other situation is when I would read a book on the train, which was not all the time, but the looks that I used to get were more of someone like a Luddite, someone who may be opposing of technology. It's more like, why is this person or why is this man not using his cell phone to look at his playbook? Why don't they have a Kindle? Sometimes I think it's important to just put away the technology and go with just a normal book. And that's the two memories that I can remember specifically about riding MRT that bring back smiles at the same time, great thoughts of riding the MRT. So are we living in a world where our eyes are glued to our phones all the time, so much so that we've become oblivious to our surroundings? Here's Vincent. Well, I think these days, many people are so hooked up with their gadgets, big or small, uh, whether they are students or a working adult, young and old, ladies or men, everyone is so hooked up with their gadgets and couldn't care less about the surroundings. Well, and living in their own world. I, I come from the era where there are no gadgets and people are uh, giving more towards reading and more uh, conscious about the surroundings. But these days, many people are hooked onto the gadgets, whether it's listening music, reading news, or just typing away. <laughs> so interesting. So what's the first thing you do when you enter an MRT train cabin? See if you can spot an empty seat, right? No seats? Well, you'll just have to stand throughout your train ride journey. Hopefully, it's not too long a journey, but in cosmopolitan and busy Singapore, you may just have to stand during peak hours, which calls for good stamina, a good sense of balance, and comfortable footwear. While offering your seat to someone who needs it or hoping someone will offer you their seat is common practice and knowledge. Well, what 
do some people really have to say about giving up seats? Here's Della. Taking the train on the MRT, um, it's an everyday affair for most of us. You know, whether we're going to school, whether we're going to work, you know, or just meeting a friend somewhere. Um, it's something that we do all the time. And one particular incident stood up for me uh, was after a long day at work. I was terribly tired that day and uh, it probably showed in my face. There was a migrant worker, you know, who saw um, me standing there with a heavy bag, you know, full of work materials, laptop, etc. Um, he looked up, he smiled and uh, he offered me his seat. It may seem like a small gesture, but you know what? At that time, it meant a lot to me. I was really worn out. And it's a reminder to me that regardless of race, nationality or gender, we're all humans prone to tiredness. And the ability for him to put his needs before mine was something that I appreciated. So that evening, it was a lesson to learn that we keep a lookout for people around us, especially you know, in the trains and when it's crowded, um, to see if somebody else's needs are actually above ours and just give up our seats for them. Well, I've always enjoyed the train rides uh, on the MRT trains and that particular incident took me from Changi Airport all the way to Raffles Place. Here's Xiaomei. During one peak hour train ride in the evening, an elderly lady actually boarded the crowded train and walked straight next to the seats that actually is meant to be a priority seat. Straight away, she started to shout in Hokkien, for those people who doesn't understand Hokkien, it simply means uh, to get the youngster out of the seat because this seat is meant for the elderly to sit. But her tone was so rude and loud and it actually catches the attention of the commuters like me standing around the area. You can see that the youngsters were so embarrassed and quickly stand up to give up the seat. And the next thing is, when the train reached the next station, he actually immediately alight the stations. To me, we all know that uh, we need to treat the elderly with respect that they deserve. But on the other hand, I think the elderly should not take it for granted. They could have actually identified to someone that they need a seat more than the person and ask nicely for the person to occupy the seats. On the other hand, Sometimes when we see the elderly standing, we all also voluntarily give up the seat to let them have it. So, being the elderly, I feel that they shouldn't be so aggressive by demanding for the seats. That's what I feel. And Jenny has also got something to share about giving up one seat for another passenger. Okay, let me share my experience with you. On last Wednesday, which I took a train from Tanamera to Lavenda, on the third stop or so called Kamangan, one old man went into the train station when nobody would like to offer a seat to him. So I immediately got up and offered the seat to him. I feel so happy by offering a seat to a needy person while the rest of them simply just ignore and just, you know, as usual, they'll be playing on the phone or watching their movie and so on and so forth. And Nice has his own experience to share regarding seats on the MRT train. Okay, I was with my nephew. He was six years old back then. So I totally forgot that he had a nap time in the afternoon. So uh, what happened was we went to Stillington Square. So we took the train back and he decided to take a nap in my arms. 
so six years old not that small quite big so I had to carry him yeah he actually slept in my arm that was like carrying him and I was amazed that nobody actually offered me a seat they probably thought I was like trying to bluff or something they actually look pretend and, and look away so that was a bit disturbing Here's Norman, a man who has got quite a bit to say regarding offering your seat on the train to another passenger. Once I stepped inside this train and I saw one man uh, on clutches and I heard one old lady telling him, you should sit down. And without asking, I look and on that row of seats, there was one old lady in the right foot, priority seat. And then there was this young girl. So I took the initiative of a young girl and very politely asked her, lady, would you mind give up your seat for this uh, man who is on clutches? At first she was like busy talking on the phone without wanting to pay any attention to this Indian man with the clutches. So she stood up and Indian man sat down. And then I went back to the old lady who was charging the Indian man initially when I first got on the train. The old lady told me that actually she gave her a seat but before the Indian man could get to the seat, the priority seat was taken by another old lady, which is correct, I think. So it is a young lady who is like trying to pretend that no one else needs her seat. So youngers, watch out. I won't be uh, polite to you if you look away and ignoring other people's needs. If you live in Singapore and commute via the MRT system, you may have also witnessed a situation in the MRT similar to what Norman saw. Sometimes it's the people you least expect who would give up their seat for another passenger. They actually surprised you through their kind actions. It's about being considerate and gracious to a fellow commuter in the MRT train. Here's Lawrence sharing his observation. I would call it a heartwarming experience indeed. Um, when I was on a train one day heading towards uh, City Hall, the train was really, really crowded. I think that was at about a peak hour of 9 in the morning on a work day. And I saw this very elderly uh, gentleman, very frail, boarding the train on his own. And it was jam-packed and nobody really bothered about him. And he was very, very, well, trying to find his balance as the train moved. Uh, but what really touched me was that no one, the young ones, the not-so-young ones, just, you know, pretended as though he didn't exist. But instead, a woman who was pretty heavily pregnant, all right, uh, she was easily in her six to seven month of pregnancy, actually stood up and offered her seat to this gentleman, all right, this uncle. And uh, the uncle was very, very touched. And then I think the people around were embarrassed of their own selfish actions. And in fact, two others stood up to offer the pregnant lady a seat. So I thought that was really heartwarming and it really kind of made my day. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Singapore has a variety of people who commute daily using the MRT train. If you think only middle-class or blue-collar workers use this form of public transport, you'll be surprised that in Singapore, some corporate directors, general managers and entrepreneurs actually commute via the MRT to save time and to avoid the stress of driving during peak hours or hunting for parking space. Or simply because taking a ride on the MRT train will allow you to beat traffic anytime. And now here's Richard telling us what he saw in the MRT train and station. So one day I was coming back 
I was taking MRT on a Sunday morning and it was very interesting because I look around it's like how come I'm the minority down this is like Sunday 9 a.m. in the morning so when I say minority meaning this where are all my fellow Singaporeans so, I mean there's a lot of foreign uh, domestic helpers in the trains and uh, my final destination was Paya Lebar so when I get off Paya Lebar like, they're all there uh, having their picnic everything so that was very interesting and then when I get off uh, and I think the next train was taken at about 2 p.m. in the afternoon and I look around and say oh okay my fellow Singaporeans are now up about and really really walking so I find that that was very intriguing the other experience that I had was me and my wife we were in the train and there was this lady on my right hand side she was like scolding her boss can you imagine everything that happened in the workplace she was literally scolding and telling her boss what she was doing and you know what I noticed about is I noticed a lot of the folks you know every one of them of us kind of respect her give her the space that's all I want to share Simon security and emergency help is indeed important when you're taking public transport and here's Ramona with her account of her experience on the MRT in Singapore so one night when I was taking the MRT train towards the city a group of drunk adults entered the train. They were behaving very inappropriate, getting loud, jumping around, disturbing the other passengers. So obviously they had been in Singapore for the very first time. So at the next station, the MRT security and police entered the train. And within seconds, everything was under control and we continued our ride in peace and tranquility. And that was super impressive. It was like in a movie. So a great example for the rest of the world. And another lady by the name of Kat has this to say about alertness in response to any unusual situation in the MRT. I remembered on my MRT train ride, uh, happened a few years ago. I was in the carriage uh, with a lot of people. It was during peak hour. Everything was okay until one of the male commuters started to lash out for no apparent reason at another commuter and it started to escalate and a few of us realized that this person was obviously not mentally sound so tried to calm him and we also pressed the emergency button to alert the station control so by the time we get to the next station um, there was someone actually there to kind of apprehend this person um, to remove him from the carriage uh, memorable because of that but uh, at the same time it also showed that people on the train are alert and they are always ready to kind of help fellow commuters if they are in distress and now here's Jared telling us about what he saw whilst on the MRT train. So uh, on my way uh, taking train, uh, I will see that, you know, there's a lot of people. Uh, it's a bit crowded, uh, especially during weekend. However, there's one I encountered which I witnessed the um, situation where it's at um, one of the station. Okay, the lady um, with an old lady, I think it's the grandmother. Okay, they bought the train. However, people started to, those who sit on the priority seat, they were started to just uh, give up the seat to those who need, especially the old people and the kids. So um, she managed to get a seat, so the grandmother's seat. And uh, along the way, okay, when the uh, train stopped 
at another the next station so there's another old lady who also bought the train but unfortunately she's alone you know the movement is like she's a bit slow while walking so by the time when the train moved so she's somehow like losing her balance so she's wanted to um, fall but uh, thank goodness she didn't fall so this lady who bought the train with the grandmother she managed to grab the old lady and then uh, hold her hand and bring her to the priority seat so uh, the old lady able to sit and even she said thank you to the young lady you know uh, this kindness of attitude and the positivity uh, i'm happy that it still exists and these young people are still okay they still concerned about those people who are on the train so it's not like you are individualistic so uh, i'm quite happy to see that the sensitive man This is episode 38 of the Sensitive Man podcast and it's about people watching while commuting on the MRT system here in Singapore. I'm Sam Lim and my favorite MRT station in Singapore is Dobie Ghat Station simply because I love art and there's an awesome mosaic assemblage and ceramic mural which is a collaboration between artists Delia and Milenko Pravaki. So look out for the colorful mosaics and ceramic murals at the Dobie Ghat Interchange MRT station at basement 3. Meantime, here's Sheena sharing about her favourite MRT train station. My favourite MRT station has got to be Orchard. It's reminiscent of my teenage years where I would hang out with my friends, hang out after school. Back then, we didn't have Ion, so Wisma was the place to be. And I still remember there was a popular bookstore where I would get all my stationery and my whatnots um, every time where I had time to go after school and just hang out for a while. And I still remember the McDonald's there as well. So it's just full of memories. That's the reason why I love Orchard Station so much. And now let's hear from another female commuter, Jamie, on her observations in the MRT train. In the past, when I was travelling as a single person, or even right now, the MRT train ride would be quite, quite ordinary. It would be just a chance for me to sit down, catch break, answer some messages, and nobody really would be interacting with each other. But when I go on the train with my toddler son, it's like a whole new world to him because he hardly gets to uh, ride on the train. And for him, he would be very interested in checking around his surroundings and some people uh, sitting like there was one time where there was somebody seated opposite us and they started waving to him and started interacting with him. Other times, people are generally quite generous and they would give up their seat so that either I could have a seat at the time when I was uh, pushing Elliot in the stroller or now that he's older to let him at least have a seat. And that really helps a lot. It makes the journey so much more pleasant because it's not easy to have a toddler son on the train, a toddler who wants to move about. There was also another time when there was a family, a Caucasian family who sat beside us and they had a little girl. And the little girl and my son started interacting with each other. And as a result, the adults also started casual chit-chat. So even though that was quite brief, it was a pleasant ride. As you know, most of the time, people do not really interact with each other on the train because they're busy looking at their phone and I think that's quite a sad thing. Especially now that we have a mask on, it's hard to gauge the, uh, the expression of the other person. 
sometimes all we need to do is just take the first move and you know the whole train ride can be so much more pleasant and interesting. It's stories from everyday people about the experiences of commuting in Singapore using the MRT train. And now let's hear from a few more ladies about the experiences on the MRT. You'll be hearing from Linda, Jessie and Jenny. As you all know, when the train arrives, all the commuters would rush into the train trying to grab a seat. It's like trying to grab a golden seat. There was one incident, I was walking towards the seat. A lady just cut in and grabbed the seat. I recognised her as the lady who ever appeared in the advertisement in the newspaper or magazine, I think. She advertised for a product, skincare product. I told myself, it's okay, these people rush for the golden seat because they are desperate. One day, I dozed off on the train. Suddenly, I was awakened by a loud singing voice. He sang beautifully and people around the train praised him. It was so entertaining. Oh, what a beautiful voice he has. Uh, there's an incident I could recall on the train. Um, there's this lady in her 40s. She was dressed in very tight shorts and I a see-through brother's top. And I could see on the train at that moment, all eyes were on her and some were even gossiping about her. And um, there's this young uh, little child, I think about mm, four years old. She's been like talking to the mother and she's pointing to the lady and telling her mother saying, Mommy, shame, shame. And I've got one more woman by the name of Rusty who wishes to share this about people watching in the MRT train. I entered the MRT and I met two pretty ladies and they were wearing a beautiful mask. So I started to talk to them and they told me that they got the mask from Thailand and I told them that I'm interested uh, with their mask and they were very happy and from there we became friends. And this wraps up episode 38 of the Sensitive Man podcast. I'd like to thank everyone who contributed to this episode. Indeed, it was interesting to see things through your eyes. What you observed in the MRT train or MRT station, whether it was people watching for fashion ideas, etiquette, graciousness and kindness on the train, or even safety and emergency response. And MRT actually stands for Mass Rapid Transit. The Singapore MRT is the busiest and largest metro system in Southeast Asia. On that note, you take care of yourself. And until my next episode, this is Samalim saying thanks for listening to The Sensitive Man Podcast. The Sensitive Man. The Sensitive Man is a production of SPH Radio. I'm Simon Lim, your host and producer for this podcast. Special thanks to Joseph McDade for the music. You can also find this show on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home. And now you can listen to The Sensitive Man podcast on audio. A-W-E-D-I-O for audio. Visit audio.sg.